my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. morning good day good afternoon good night whenever you happen to be listening to this episode hello and thank you for tuning in to fort weird i know we haven't released an episode in a really long time i've been doing that a lot lately i've been having a lot of stuff going on in my life i apologize but i really really wanted to get something out for you guys for christmas so merry christmas or happy hanukkah or happy kwanzaa Or, hey, our neighbors to the north, happy Boxing Day. (laughs) This is actually coming out on Christmas, so thank you for tuning in. And I wanted to do something. I'm the only one here today. Just me, just Heather. Hi. Taryn is spending time with her family today because when I am recording this, it is Christmas Eve. I have some things to do later in the day. I'm going to go hang out with some family. I hope everyone is having a very safe holiday, but I hope you're having a great holiday as well. I know a lot of times this year, people have a harder time. There's more depression in the air. I never felt that, that I know my husband has, and I hope everyone is feeling good, feeling safe, and just having a good holiday. I know this year has been nutty, but... Well, today I am actually going to talk to everybody about some folklore. So in the past we have covered, let's see, we've had two different Christmases, haven't we? So the first one I covered Krampus, because that's a big one. Everyone needs to know about Krampus. He's awesome. And then I think another one I did just the background of Christmas. I'm not entirely sure. I don't remember. I'm sorry, guys. You would know more than I do. (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) But this year, I wanted to to take on some more Christmas folklore. So we're going to talk about some Icelandic Christmas folklore. That is also, I'm sure you guys have heard of the Yule Lads. So we're going to talk about them a little bit today. But before we go ahead and do that, I do want to give you a weird fact. So if you just want to hold on while I pull out one of my books here... (laughs) here's a good one this is a good christmas one did you know that reindeer really like to eat bananas crazy because i'm pretty sure they don't live in a place where bananas are but they really love bananas so for this christmas maybe you would or maybe next christmas since it's coming out on christmas day but for santa lay out some bananas for the reindeer i'm gonna do that tonight for the with my kids that'll be fun Alrighty, then. Let's get to it. Let's talk about some Icelandic Christmas folklore and the Yule Lads. So, this is actually about some mountain-dwelling people, monsters, trolls, whoever they might be during Christmas. There are a lot of different stories about them, and some of them depict them as the Yule Lads as children, some of them as trolls and there's lots of different versions of the story but they are used to well scare children into good behavior 
I know most folklore, especially older folklore, do that. That's what Krampus was. Krampus was scary to be good. And that's exactly what the Yule Lads do as well. So they're actually a whole family. It's not just the Yule Lads. There is a mother and a father. And oh, they have a cat called the Yule Cat. But the cat's huge and scary who likes to eat people who <laughs> who haven't received any new clothes for before Christmas Eve. <laughs> so I hope you have. I bought myself some clothes. So the Yule Lads are the sons of Grela and Lapoldi? Lapoldi? Lapoldi. I'm going to go with Lapoldi. <laughs> uh, so there's 13 of them, obviously, who steal or harass uh, the, the people, the population, whoever believes in them. They actually have descriptive names that convey their favorite way of harassing people. They come to town one by one during the last 13 nights before Christmas and or Yule. They leave small gifts in children's shoes. The children have to put their, their shoes on the windowsills so that they can put the gifts inside the shoes. But if the child has been naughty, they leave a potato in the shoe. <laughs> I like potatoes. I don't think that's a bad thing. This folktale actually first appears around the 17th century, and again, there's lots of different variations. In modern times, these characters have become more benevolent, so they're more good characters rather than scary. Of course, but that's how Santa is. Santa's a, he's good, well, he's always been good. I don't know, guys. Just stay with me. So the very first mention of the Yule Lads are found in the 17th century poem of Grela. So she's appeared in older tales as a troll, but has never actually been linked to Christmas before. She's described as a very, very ugly woman who is the mother of the gigantic Yule Lads. Sometimes they're gigantic, sometimes they're small. So early on, the number of the Yule Lads varied, depending on where you're from. But each one ranged from doing slight pranks to eating kids. So it's kind of a big gap there in between them. <laughs> Fun fact, the king of Denmark objected to their use as a disciplinary tool. <laughs> It's funny. So in the late 18th century, another poem mentions there being 13 Yule Lads. By the mid-19th century, there was an author, John Arneson, who was inspired by the um, Brothers Grimm and began collecting folktales. In 1862, uh, his collection is the first mention of the actual names of the Yule Lads. And then again in 1932, there is a poem called Yule Lads, who was published in a poetry book for Christmas by an Icelandic poet. I cannot say his name. Sorry to you guys in Iceland. I There's no possible way I can ever, ever say this. Johannes Erkotlum, maybe. 
Okay, maybe I can try to say it. So it was very popular and established what is now considered the 13 Yule Lads, their names, and their personalities. But before we get to the Yule Lads, let's talk about Grayla and her husband, Lapildi. So Grayla is originally mentioned as being the giantess, like I've already said, in the 13th compilation of Norse mythology. We all know the Vikings did settle Iceland, which is why a lot of kind of crosses over. Apparently, she's big and ugly. That's really all we've got on Grela. She's big, ugly, trollish, mean, blech. Some describe her as being a parasitic beggar who walks around asking parents to give her their disobedient children, which is, that's the Yule lads. They are so bad. That's their disobedient children. Her plans, though, can be thwarted by giving her food or just by chasing her away. Hey, get out of here, you old witchy woman. <laughs> But she lived in a small, originally she lived in a small uh, cottage, but later appears to have been forced out of town, maybe because she was, she was just a mean lady, I don't know. But she was forced out of town into a cave. Current day Grela has the ability to detect children who are misbehaving all year round, kind of like Santa. Santa does the same thing. During Christmas, she comes down from the mountains to search nearby towns for her meal. She leaves her cave, hunts children, and carries them home in her giant sack. Hmm, that kind of sounds like another figure that we already talked about. Krampus? But she's a girl. She devours children. That's her favorite snack. Her favorite dish is a stew of naughty kids. She is super hungry for naughty kids creepy i know but according to legend there is never a shortage of food for grayla you kids need to behave so she doesn't come and eat you so according to folklore folklore she has been married three times her third husband oh lapoldi is said to be living with her in the cave Ooh, it actually uh gives a place uh Dimmaborger Lava lava Fields. No idea where that is, guys. I need to look that up. But they live with their big black Yule cat and their sons. Uh, Lapoldi is described as being very lazy. He pretty much just stays in the cave. He he lets Grayla do all the dirty work and their sons. He just he just sits there watching TV. That's it. That's all he does. But they're Yule Cat. Now, if you guys actually like watching Christmas movies, I love watching Christmas movies, but the new Christmas Chronicles 2, which is really good, there is a Yule Cat in that named Jola. And that's essentially what the Yule Cat actually is, is just a big, vicious cat um, lurking around the snowy countryside during Christmas and eats people who haven't received new clothes, like I just said. Um, but <clears throat> Jola is the house pet of Grayla and her sons. The written accounts of the Yule Cat have only been, lo- um, you know, found as early as the 19th century. But the threat of being eaten by the Yule Cat was used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. Because, <laughs> you know, the wool makes clothes. Oh, I get it. That's funny. 
But the ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes, but those who did not would get nothing, and thus would be preyed upon by the Yule Cats. Alright, guys. We have reached the Yule Lads. And we're going to go over the 13 mischievous pranksters, the Yule Lads. Now, each one has an Icelandic name and an English translation, a description, and when they arrive and when they leave. I'm going to go ahead and just go with the English translation. You do not want to be with me while I try to pronounce the Icelandic names. But you can find them on Wikipedia, which is where I'm getting most of my information. All right, so number one. He arrives December 12th and leaves on December 25th, Christmas Day. His name is Sheep Coat Claude, and he harasses sheep, but is impaired by his stiff peg legs. <laughs> The next one. He comes the next day on December 13th and leaves December 26th. His name is Gully Gawk. He hides in gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. He's going to steal all your milk, guys. So the one's just going to harass the sheep and this guy's going to take your milk. That's that's horrible. All right, um, most of these leave um, anywhere between this Christmas Day and January 6th, so watch out, guys. All right, next one is Stubby. <laughs> Aww. Stubby is very short and steals pans to eat the crust left on them, <laughs> but the crust is the best part, Stubby. Oh, no. Spoon Licker is the next one. And he will steal and lick your spoons. He is extremely thin due to malnutrition because he can only lick spoons. <laughs> Aww, spoon Licker. Now we've got Pot Scraper, who steals leftovers from pots. So I would hope you put away your leftovers so he doesn't get them. And then we've got Bowl Licker. Sounds like my children. Hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their bowl, which then which he then steals. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this one sounds like my teenager. Door slammer. <laughs> Likes to slam doors, especially during the night, waking people up. If that's not a teenager, I don't know what is. Then we've got... Ooh, Skyer Gobbler. So Skyer apparently is similar to yogurt. And, well, he really likes yogurt, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. Swiper, no swiping. Sausage swipe. He hides in the rafters and snatches sausages that are being smoked. Oh, man. What a jerk. Ooh. Ugh. Window peeper. A snoop who looks through windows in search of things to, to steal. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Doorway sniffer. He has an abnormally large nose and a very acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. 
Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, meat hook uses a hook to steal meat. That makes sense. I can't, I can't blame you. All right. Ooh, this one. This guy shows up tonight. The night I am recording this. Candle stealer follows children in order to steal their candles. <gasps> what a jerk. The reason he steals candles because at the time they were made of tallow and that was edible. Uh, what crap. So those are the 13 most well-known Yule lads. There are some, again, varying between stories, that there are other Yule lads, different ones. Some stories describe nine Yule lads. But in each story, every Yule lad had their own characteristic prank. (laughs) Some of the ones were funny. So most of the different Yule lads can be classified into groups. Those who steal food. Those who like to play tricks or harass, and those who seem to be a delusion from nature. For example, Gully Gok, who likes to hide in gullies. Weirdo. Ugh. In the east of Iceland, there existed a folktale of a specific group of Yule lads who did not come from the mountains, but from the ocean. On one very obscure nursery rhyme mentions there being two female Yule pranksters who steal melted fat by either stuffing it up their nose or putting it in socks. <laughs> so that would be the Yule lettuce, lad, lettuce, lassies. That's it, lassies. Ah, I had to think of that. <laughs> but those were the 13 Yule lads. I know that's the whole reason you guys wanted to listen. I want you to pick your favorite Yule lad and let me know. Draw a picture of it. I want to see some pictures. My favorite, I'm going to go with, oh, (laughs) doorway sniffer. His huge nose. (laughs) That's good. Oh, well, I want to thank you guys for joining me. I know this was a short episode, but these are the kind of episodes that they're going to happen more often in the future if it's going to be just me because everyone's lives are they're just getting busier lately, especially this year. It was it was very hard to get people to come over and help me out with with some episodes. So I'm going to try to do some by myself. I feel a little awkward doing it by myself, but hey, I'll try it. Why not? <laughs> and I have heard because I know I've done some by myself in the past. And I have also heard that, yes, I am awkward. Sorry. Can't help it. I'm an awkward person. I like to have someone there to bounce things off with me but this is what you get for now but i hope you guys enjoyed the story of the yule lads and yeah please get a hold of me on all the social medias my email i've given it to you guys a thousand times but i'll do it again um email is heather at fortweirdpodcast.com all social media you can find me at fortweirdpod and please look me up on the new social media mewe I do have a page there, the Fort Weird Podcast. You'll be able to find me very easily. The only one out there. So join me. Please get in touch. Share some stuff with me. I love these funny memes that are coming out. Part of so many groups that have different funny memes. I try to post some of them. Oh, it's good stuff. Oh, I did get a whole shipment of 
new stickers. So if you would like a sticker, I'll send them out to you guys. I just need some addresses somewhere to send them. So if you could send me those, you can private message me or email me so I can send you a, send you a sticker. Say thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and hopefully I'll be able to get another episode out to you guys by New Year's. So, love you guys. Bye! The existence of this.